8.48. This week's quotes with Jim Bully, business and sports editor, Career Chuang Daily. Good morning. Good morning. And if kids of all types can identify with our heroes, it's the most gratifying thing I can think of. Stan Lee saying that at the very ripe age of 95 passing away in Los Angeles on Monday. He has left such a legacy because it, it, really, if you talk about comic books, you think of it as being a, a fairly niche subject. And, yeah. then you, and, and even comic book adaptations, though popular these days, still, you, you sense, will they test the, stand the test of time? Well, Stan Lee transcends all those ba- barriers and boundaries, and he's been getting tributes from filmmakers and just ordinary people across the world. Yeah, Stan Lee, of course, the co-creator of Marvel, but for, for a lot of people, I mean, essentially just Marvel and Stan Lee, same thing. Um, in Korea, the Marvel film adaptations recently hugely popular. So Stan Lee, an incredibly famous person here. As you said, he passed away at age 95 on Monday uh, with tributes pouring in from all around the world. And especially here in Korea, um, Stan Lee is credited as the creator of you know the bulk of the Marvel characters. Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Hulk, Iron Man, X-Men, Black Panther, pretty much you name it. He created it. And th- the common tribute is Excelsior. Yeah, this was this was his catchphrase, I guess. The Latin phrase meaning higher or ever upward. Um, so generally what we've seen, especially in Korea, um, is people posting a tribute to him and then the commenters below kind of posting Excelsior in solidarity, I suppose. Again, whether you're a comic book fan or not, whether you know much about Marvel or not, we can learn something from this man. Born in 1922 in New York City at 17, he started working at what was known as Timely Comics and then Atlas Comics and went on to be known as Marvel. Um, And he became top editor there, publisher for over five decades. They introduced characters like the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Thor... You know, the list goes on. Uh, obviously, Thor, as a mythological figure, had been around for some time longer than yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't invent... I think he reinvented yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah. We can credit. I, just, I mean, hardly need to say that. But yeah, there we go. Um, very creative, very inspirational, and did brilliantly at what he did. So let's learn from some quotes. He has three pieces of advice. First of them, and this is brought to us by CNBC, by the way. Don't quit before you try it your way. And uh, this was back in a 2009 interview. He said uh, his wife, Joan, had given him the best advice in the world one day around 1961. He'd been at Marvel for more than two decades, was feeling creatively stifled, and he tried it his way. Well, the context of that is really interesting because what had happened in the late 50s is that Congress had ruled that comic books were too inappropriate for children they were misleading and all of the heroes had been sterilized and stanley got sick of writing all these sterile characters and that was when that advice gave him and then he started reinventing characters that had appeared in like a very kind of straightforward sterile way and started doing what now marvel is most famous for which is creating characters that are flawed and therefore that fans and i think especially in korea can relate to Yeah, so his wife Joan said, write one comic book the way you'd like to, instead of only listening to uh, his then publisher, for example, as well. So, you know, other influences going on behind the scenes. And she told her husband, get it out of your system. The worst thing that will happen is he'll fire you, but you want to quit anyway. 
Now, it's it's almost dangerous advice because if Stan Lee had then gone on to, you know, become a plumber, no offence to plumbers out there, or, or something completely different, yeah. and we'd never heard of him again, then maybe at the end of his life he'd be thinking, maybe I should have um, yeah, yeah. towed the line a bit more. But it's one of those risks that we're all presented with in our lives, isn't it? Yeah, and I suppose it's one of those things where we only hear about the risks that worked out. Right. The plumber's story rarely gets out. But the the story of the person who did it and it worked out and it was perfect is always the one that we hear. And for Stanley, hugely influential. But we don't want to sort of either clip people's wings. And that brings us on to the next piece of advice. Ignore negativity. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's perennial advice, but it's harder to do than to say uh, when, when you're surrounded by naysayers. Yeah. Uh, it, like, you know, it, the classic case is you can have 100 people comment on your work and 99 are full of praise or at least positive. And then you'll have one person pick out something that hurts. Yeah. And in our line of work, it's very hard to ignore that one comment. Exactly right. Uh, but for anybody these days, with social media being what it is, you will find, if you look for it, criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the specific uh, quote we have here is, um, Lee was saying, when I was starting out, most parents didn't even want their kids to read comics. That sort of draws on what you were saying before. Yep. They were really considered junk. Today, some of the finest screenwriters in the world are working on comic book stories. So you've got to be a bit of a visionary as well if you want to work in certain fields yeah there used to be there used to be a the, the what there is a quote that was very famous i can't remember the exact wording but essentially he said i used to be embarrassed because i was a comic book writer and then i realized that my job was to entertain people and actually there's nothing more important than that and even other quotes we have here steven spielberg saying you know stan you and i do pretty much the same thing except my pictures move yeah stan lee's <laughs> pictures stan lee's pictures moved well. a lot near the end of his career yeah, yeah. um another piece of advice and this is perhaps uh, the best piece of advice. Stay humble. And, you know, again, kind of easier said than done when you have this level of success. Yeah. But uh, he said that uh, he got that advice from a teacher when he was only 12 or 13. Uh, he was speaking to Men's Journal in 2014. Uh, the teacher wrote, the greatest are the humblest. And... Apparently, the teacher wrote that next to Stan Lee's name. He said he didn't know why she picked him to write that, but it always stuck with him. And um, he wondered whether, I mean, who knows? Maybe the teacher had a sense of the success to come for Stan Lee. But uh, it, it is very important uh, if you want to, you know, be as popular as Stan Lee is, but also if you want to keep your feet on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. That. And I think that's reflected in his work. You know, the, he never stopped creating comic book characters creating um comic books creating movies right up till sort of the months before he died when it would have been very easy to just kind of rest back on your success and your money and uh and live the easy life a couple of counter quotes though he i presume was joking when he said i'm god to his comic book <laughs> artists uh in the early days but um he also wrote if i may be totally candid i'm my own biggest fan and you know, that kind of sounds very confident, but I like that quote. Yeah. I think you've got to be a fan of yourself in life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially saying do something that you like to do, which is fantastic advice. I mean, love others, be humble, but also love yourself in as much as look out for yourself yeah. in life, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Well, he must have done that in some way. I don't know what vitamins he was taking, but 95 at any era is a good age. It's an impressive age, yeah. Stanley, of course, was born in between the First and Second World War, which is, from our perspective, is incredibly long time ago. Very difficult to even imagine. Um, he grew up during the Second World War. He was writing for um, American Army manuals, you know, so he served in a way and still only died this week. Thank you very much, Jim Bully, for helping inspire us today and forcing me to dig out a few extra quotes there as well. Thank you.